0: This episode is dedicated to Mako She-Devil, a loyal Patreon subscriber. In the mid-19th century, a farmer dug into a strange mound at the former Viking settlement of Mammon, discovering an extravagant Norse burial chamber. One of the rare findings from the mound was a well-preserved axe head with etched designs featuring a crossover of Christian and pagan motifs. These decorations were made in silver, and the axe was forged sometime in the 10th century likely used by someone in Harold Bluetooth's inner circle. The axe head has now been classified as one of the most notable artifacts from the Viking period of medieval history. Further, it features the stereotypical construction of a type of axe immensely popular among Norse raiders and soldiers towards the end of the early Middle Ages. Dane axes, as they were called, became significant in Viking culture around the 10th century, but doubtless they were used earlier than that. Depicted on several occasions in the Bayeux Tapestry, an embroidered cloth recounting in artistic form the events of the 11th-century Norman Conquest, it appears that the Dane axe was a common sight in the battlefield and a versatile, multi-purpose weapon. In one case, the tapestry illustrates an Anglo-Saxon housecarl, or in other words, a well-trained and equipped soldier, crushing the head of a Norman knight's horse with said weapon. Other examples in contemporary illustrations show the axe being used for gripping onto walls, cutting through armor, and for symbolic purposes as a status symbol. In the opening centuries of the medieval era, almost every household owned an axe of some sort, either wood or commonly metal. A necessity for chopping down trees, axes were used to slice trunks into planks for building and branches into firewood to keep homes warm at night and in the winter. At the dinner table, axes were used to chop up joints of meat and fillet fish. Often it was more economical for a Norse family to purchase a single axe and use it for a knife substitute. Nordic boat builders used axes to split and hew trees to create the planks they needed for the hulls of their ships, notably the famous longship, used to raid Christian settlements in Anglo-Saxon England and Frankish France and Germany. Axes were one of the cheaper tools and weapons to purchase. Unlike a sword or sharp knife, they did not require weeks of grinding and polishing to perfect. This meant that masses of Freeman class were able to buy and use axes. Conversely, in Anglo-Saxon Britain, only high-ranking housecarls used axes, while poorer members, who comprised the peasant levy, primarily used spears and farm tools. Across the centuries, Scandinavian tribes became attuned to the production methods of axes, and through piecemeal improvement, numerous distinct and reproducible designs came to large. The Dane Axe, which itself had several sub-variants, was one such configuration. An ivory panel dated to the 10th or 11th century, presumably used to decorate a casket, depicts a warrior holding a Dane Axe. This is one of many artistic representations of the Dane Axe being used as a weapon. It was only at the turn of the century that Dane Axes were specifically designed for combat scenarios. Even so, it was not common, as having an axe for both domestic and violent purposes was still more efficient. Those axes made for the battlefield featured various lengths and thicknesses of blade. To make the edge more durable, many blades were smithed from steel and welded to the main body of the axe head, made of iron. Though typically double-handed, some Shorter Dane axes could be wielded in one arm, and they made for effective surprise weapons, as a soldier could draw the blade from beneath a cloak on a whim. Long axes measured between 0.9 and 1.2 meters in length. Axes used as status symbols may have been as much as half a meter longer. The hafts of a Dane axe often had naturally curved grain lines, which made the wood especially durable and great for parrying blows from other weapons. Dane axes typically had a wedge shaped cross section, and some were made from a single piece of metal hammered out with a drift punched hole to attach the axe head to the haft. Thin edged blades were excellent for cutting deep into flesh and through armor and unearthed axe heads featuring this construction indicate their use as weapons. The advantages are also twofold. Not only is it great for cutting deep and through hard armor, like toughened leather, but it also makes the axe lighter and hence easier to wield, and perhaps in some rare cases, to throw. There's very little apparent evidence for the use of axes as throwing weapons, but one type of axe, called the Francisca, was used in the opening of the early Middle Ages as a chucking weapon. Frankish throwing axes predated the finds of Viking axes. It's possible that smaller axes of lengths of around half a meter may have been thrown when necessary, but were still primarily used for hacking and smashing. It has been suggested that axe-armed combatants swung their weapons with their left hands so they could strike their opponent on the undefended side. Dane axes have been found in the graves of wealthy Norse leaders Few important finds unearthed at Hedeby, a former Viking settlement, indicate that leather axe sheaths may have been used to protect the blades of weapons from corrosion. One far less glamorous example of a Dane axe head was found in Slimbridge in 2008 and presumably was designed for battle as it was found at a location where Viking raiders may have tied up their ships when fighting against the native anglo Saxons in 894 AD. It's now on display at Stroud Museum After swords, axes are the most common weapon discovered in Danish Viking graves, numbering a whopping 98 unearthing sites. Thank you to all the Patreon supporters who made the creation of this episode possible. If you want to access monthly premium content from Medieval Extras and the chance to vote on future episode topics, please visit our Patreon page at the link below. Your help is much appreciated.